Hey, hey, welcome to episode 65 of the Authors Read podcast. I'm your host, Leah Ryan. Today's guest is Hunter Clark Fields, and she'll read from her book, Raising Good Humans, A Mindful Guide to Breaking the Cycle of Reactive Parenting and Raising Kind, Confident Kids. Beginner's Mind. Learn from every moment. What if we could see our moments with our children with fresh eyes? We can, and it's called beginner's mind. This Zen Buddhist practice can help us calm our reactivity, seeing life as a beginner, as if every situation is a learning opportunity. When we slow down and live more mindfully, with awareness of the present, non-judgmentally, we see the riches of the world around us. Savoring and appreciating the world not only feels good, it also lowers our stress and helps us to see more problems more clearly and less judgmentally. When we practice beginner's mind, we can see the world as it is, rather than our old ideas of how we think it is. Consider beginner's mind as a practice of trying to see each new experience as exactly that, a new experience. Think of it as bringing a freshness to each moment. Try the following practices this week. They will help you get out of autopilot mode, let go of preconceived notions, and move into a place of presence and curiosity. And remember, what you practice grows stronger. Practice. Beginner's mind on a walk. Start by seeing the activity of walking with fresh eyes, as if you don't know what to expect, as if you haven't done it thousands of times already. Really look at the path, the trees or concrete, the buildings and landscape. Try to see the details that you might not normally notice. Notice the textures, tastes, smells, and appearance of the world around you. Pay close attention as if you don't already know where the walk will take you. Practice. See your child with fresh eyes. Imagine that you're meeting your child for the first time. See him with fresh eyes, curious about who he is, as if you haven't known him all of his life. Really look at your child. His hair, his smile, his clothes and shoes, the way he moves his body. Be curious. Try to see the details you might not normally notice. With an attitude of curiosity rather than judgment, notice the way your child interacts with others. Pay close attention and allow yourself to be surprised. With a regular practice of beginner's mind, it will become easier to see your child as she is now rather than your image of who she was in the past. With this attitude, you don't limit your child's possibilities or your own with labels. You can see her more fully and openly. Acknowledgement. Say what you see. We can intentionally practice mindfulness in our lives with children using the tool of mental and verbal acknowledgement, accepting and identifying what is happening in our present moments. In the following section, I'll show you how we often miss this step and how we can use it with our children, ourselves, and our meditation practice. 
Mindful Acknowledgement with Children. I see this scene often. A child comes to a parent visibly upset. The parent wants to make the child feel better, so he skips right to trying to fix her problem. It usually sounds like, why don't we dot dot dot, or you can just blank instead. A solution is offered and the problem is solved, right? Yet, with this response, parents have just missed a potent opportunity to connect. They skipped over the powerful step of acknowledgement, recognizing what's happening for the child in that moment. Acknowledgement shows that we are seeing and accepting the truth or existence of something, such as the child's hurt feelings. Acknowledging can be magic with our children. They have a great need for us to recognize their thoughts and feelings, to really hear and see them. As parents, we often want to skip over this step and solve their problems. Instead, when we say what we see, our children feel seen and heard, which makes nearly every situation better. Karen's story. Four-year-old Asher was having a blast playing when it was time to go. He did not want to leave, but he had a doctor's appointment. His mom, Karen, remembered the skill of acknowledgement as Asher began to protest. Karen said to Asher what she was seeing. You really don't want to go. You wish you could stay. I get it. We've got to go, though. Asher wasn't thrilled about it, but he left with less fuss than usual. He felt seen and heard. His feelings were respected. Acknowledgement means I see you. Our acknowledgement pressure valve. Acknowledging our feelings is a mindful way of deflating the drama bubble. Feeling irritated with your kids? Say what you see out loud. I'm feeling grumpy right now. Simply acknowledging that can provide a lot of relief and it communicates to your child what's going on with you. Win-win. You're feeling slightly better and you've modeled healthy emotional intelligence for your child. Anger is often the result of other feelings that have escalated to exasperation. We'll talk about this more in the next chapter. By practicing acknowledgement, you can sometimes head anger off at the pass. When I honestly say to my daughter, I'm feeling really annoyed right now. It provides relief for my pent-up feelings and lets us back off and allow some space. Yet usually we try to hold in anger. What does stuffing our feelings do to us? Picture pushing an inflatable beach ball under the water. Sooner or later, it pops up with even more energy than before. Instead, practice saying what you see. When you do, you're bringing the verbal prefrontal cortex online and relieving the pressure of built-up feelings. Acknowledgement in meditation. Mindfulness meditation invites us to acknowledge our thoughts, feelings, and sensations in the present moment. Do this in meditation by bringing your attention to each moment as it comes rather than imposing ideas about how it should be. If you are stressed and irritable, acknowledge that and allow those feelings to be there. If you are physically uncomfortable, acknowledge that truth rather than try to deny it and suffer through. 
If you're thinking about the future during your meditation practice, acknowledge that. How does this look in actual practice? Just mentally say what you see. In meditation, this is called noting. During my meditation, I often find myself mentally planning events for the day to come, so I internally note planning. If you find that you're feeling jumpy, mentally note agitated. Practice this in both your meditation and in daily living to experience the relief that comes from acknowledgement. The following exercise sums up how to do it in everyday life. Practice. Acknowledgement. During the next several days, practice saying what you see for both yourself and your child. This brings you into the present moment and acknowledges what is actually happening. To note internal feelings, look inside. Say what you see. Are you feeling grumpy? Tired? Say, I'm feeling grumpy right now. Two, to note what's going on with your child, say what you see. Verbally acknowledge your child's feelings. Say, you're upset that it's time to stop. You wish you didn't have to go to bed. As you practice acknowledgement, start to notice how you feel and how others respond. Jot down your observations in your Raising Good Humans journal. As you see positive changes, your new habit will be bolstered. Acknowledgement of negative thoughts. Acknowledgement can also help us get some perspective on thoughts that may trouble us outside of meditation. Our thoughts are mental words or pictures that grab our attention. These thoughts may or may not be true, and often they pull our attention from the present moment where life is meaningful. Negative thoughts such as, I'm a terrible parent, can hook us, leaving us caught up in a net of negativity. Instead of letting these thoughts rule you, you can interrupt them and unhook from the thought. How do you do that? Put the phrase, I'm having a thought that, in front of your negative thought. This acknowledging gives you a bit of space from an unhelpful thought so that you can choose to pay attention to the present moment. Practice, unhooking from negative thoughts. Thoughts such as, I'm not good enough and I'm a terrible parent and more can hook your attention and distract you from being present with your child. Negative thoughts also prevent you from making good choices. You can take your mindfulness into daily life by interrupting these unhelpful thoughts with acknowledgement. Follow these steps. One, notice when you are getting tight, constricted, irritated, or sad. Then notice if there's a thought behind the sensation or feeling such as, I'm terrible at this, or there's something wrong with my child. Two, mentally put the phrase, I'm having the thought that, in front of the unhelpful thought. For example, I'm having the thought that I'm not doing enough for my child. Three, breathe, then choose your next action from a place of clarity. Unhooking from negative thoughts doesn't mean that they will go away forever. Our minds will continue to tell us stories. However, unhooking from these thoughts can help us choose our actions with more intention. Getting caught up in negative thoughts can prevent you from doing things that are important to you, like paying attention to your child. 
Make unhooking from these unhelpful thoughts a regular practice. Awareness and acknowledgement can become powerful ways to shift the culture of your home. Cultivate the habit of saying what you see. Start to recognize what is really happening for your child, for your feelings, and in your meditation practice, and a true sense of clarity will follow. Mindfulness gives us the space to be able to choose what to say next. A foundation for less reactive parenting. Our reactive moments are when we are parenting at our worst. When the stress response bypasses the rational and empathetic parts of our brain, unskillful orders, threats, and yelling come out of our mouths, pushing our children away and making them less likely to cooperate with us in the long run. While our wiring to react may be helpful in emergency situations, most of the time we are far more effective, thoughtful parents when we can calm down our stress response. Mindfulness meditation is a research-proven way of building that non-reactive muscle, bit by bit, over time. That's why it's a foundational skill. It will give you clearer thinking in every area of your life. You don't have to be perfect at mindfulness and beginner's mind practices, but notice how these skills can shift your experience as a parent. In the next chapter, we are going to dive deeper into self-awareness to look at the way we were parented and the stories that shape the way we parent now. You'll learn to see the things that trigger your reactivity and acquire tools to help you calm down when things get hot. For now, Make this more than just an intellectual exercise by practicing. You can do it. What to practice this week. Mindfully eating a raisin, sitting mindfulness meditation for five to 10 minutes, four to six days a week. Mindful everyday activity, beginner's mind practice, acknowledgement practice, unhooking from negative thoughts. I'd like to thank Hunter for sharing her book with us today. And thank you for listening to the Authors Read podcast. Be sure to check out the show notes for the link to the book. If you'd like to support the Authors Read podcast, please like, subscribe, or share. Until next time.